I have a story to tell you. I did something so fat and so lazy and so rich yesterday that I almost don't want to talk about it. This is probably one of my fattest I have money stories I've ever told. I love the Costco food court. I love it. I love the Costco food court. The problem with the Costco food court is they don't deliver on Uber Eats. They just don't. They don't deliver on Postmates. They don't deliver anywhere. I placed an order on uh, uh, Postmates. Or, or no, excuse me, Instacart. Instacart. To uh, go do some Costco shopping for me. And this little Mexican woman uh, is doing the shopping for me at Costco. I just had her get a bottle of champagne from Costco. I could have just gotten it delivered from a grocery store, but I needed it to be Costco. So I, I message her and I say, hey, this is urgent. Can you call me? So she calls me and I go, I forget her name. She's very, very heavy, heavy Spanish accent. And uh, I call her and I, or she calls me and I'm like, okay, listen to me very carefully. This is, yeah, this is urgent. <laughs> I say, the bottle of the champagne was just to get you to go to Costco. But since you have, a, <laughs> since you have a membership, I will, <laughs> I will give you a hundred dollars cash under the table. If you get me two hot dogs, two drinks, and two cheese pizzas. <laughs> and she's like, okay, yeah, I can make <laughs> Now, hold on. People are saying, why was... That was not all for me. That was... Uh, we had friends over that day. Peanut, Carlos, Ash lives here, Alex. We all had it. That's how you got the pizza? That is how I got house i'm so lazy so she shows up and she has all the pizza and she <laughs> she wouldn't hand it to me until i gave her the money and the worst part too is i didn't know where i didn't i made this promise to her before i knew i had cash in the house luck i did find i found two fifties two fifties which i had but she would not hand over the pizza until i gave her the money this was so some weird shady backdoor pizza deal and we you know once it was said and done, I had a moment. I'm like, this is the most expensive Costco pizza I've ever paid for. Was it worth it? Um, I'll say this. You don't want to know why it was worth it. Here's why it was worth it. Here's why it was worth it. It took her from the time I got, I called her till the time she got to my house. It took her almost two hours. Not quite a little over an hour and a half. Why? Because Costco at 3 PM is a fucking madhouse. It's a madhouse. You're waiting 30 minutes just to get to the line to pay for the champagne, which was all a ruse anyway. And then another 30 plus minutes just to get through the the um, the food court line. And I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, all the time that I saved and got to sit here and play Tarkov, that was worth 100. And you know what? Here, watch this. I'm going to turn this on you, idiots. I'm going to turn this on you guys. I helped out someone who's probably quite low income who could use that money so much better than i could so you know what fuck you i actually i grew the economy i made her 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 ninos uh uh uh, 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 uh christmas what's mexican christmas called i made her mexican cristo you know i made his i made his uh i made his uh, special day even better his navidad feliz you know it's just called Christmas? Really? They do that? Okay. I'm, yeah, basically I'm, I'm the white savior. Exactly. No, but she was really Let's thankful. Go. Like genuinely. And I was too. I, I literally, I was like, thank Wendy, you for doing this. You are an inspiration um, in the But I've realized I probably could have got away with like a $20 tip. She was probably sitting there going, this guy's a fucking moron. Like all I had to do is walk up, get the pizza and leave. The other thing too is in and out does not deliver. I'm telling you right now, guys, listen to me. I... You think I'm lazy and, and maybe I am. Maybe my content is lazy, but when I get, when I really, listen, I'm lazy, but I'm not. I have been racking, rapping, racking, rapping, racking. Procrastinate. I have been racking my brain recently to, 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 to try to think of a way because in and out, in and out, does not <laughs> in and out does not deliver on any service and do you want to know why do you want to know why in and out doesn't deliver on any food service they go they go because 
it's because this is because we believe in Christ and Christ does not drive. And I don't actually know the reason. It's some bullshit. I think their exact reasoning, which is really it's as bullshit as that is, well, we can't we can't determine how the handler of the food will handle it. And we have a standard at here at In-N-Out. We have a standard for food. And that standard might not be met by a delivery driver. And I'm like, OK, so then create new jobs. You know, have in and out specific drivers that drive in and out specific cars that deliver in and out specific food to your standards. Like, what do you, this seems like a cop. It was really, but either way, look into it. In and out does not deliver. And I have been Charlie Day fucking uh, beautiful mind fucking string in my room trying to figure out how I can get in and out delivered to my house. The current only way that I'm, I've, I've had any success is a desperate DM to one of my editors saying, go get in and out. And you know what, Carlos? I'm calling you out. You left me on red the other day. He did not even reply to this, bro. He said, wait, that's what this was? What else could this mean? I'm telling you guys, I have no luck with this. I do not foresee any way to get in and out delivered at this point in time you messaged him he was here that's why peanut he was here he was here i was gonna let him take the tesla too i was like hey here are the keys have fun you know go for a joyride just on your way grab some in and out you didn't even ask him politely i'm sorry but y'all never grew up poor i'm gonna tell you why if my when i was back in the day back in the day if one of my friends was going to offer me free food in exchange for me having to go get it, all they'd say is, go get the fucking food. And I'd be like, are you paying for me? And they'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, what do you want? Oh my God. I would have sucked a dick to get my food paid for. Dude, I want to talk about Starforge. Let me tell, let me just share my opinion. No drama. We want to keep Wubby Clubs in the future. I don't have anything dramatic to say. I I, I really don't. I, I, I really don't. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. I'm ta I, I have to talk about this differently because, you know, Critical's involved. And, and, and I don't hate Critical at all. I like him. Basically, for those out of the loop, OTK, the, the network of streamers like Ms. Kiff and, and company, not to discredit them, but like Miss Kia Phasmagold, those streamers who are who have the the network OTK, they're announcing that they are launching a a p a pre-built PC company, and they were very clear that this isn't some partnership. This is their company uh, that they're launching, which is already kind of like a head scratcher. I'll just share my opinion. Whatever. I watched the announcement where they like showed the PCs and they showed the prices and. The prices were pretty bad, to be honest. I think they've acknowledged that. The prices of the PCs were way off of what like market prices, uh, which we'll get to. I'd say they were they were pretty bad for what you were getting, uh, which they later acknowledged. And uh, they were talking about uh, all these different things and how like, oh, we have this team with all this experience and all this. And if you go to their site, best PCs in the universe, Okay, fair, whatever. Um, but here's, okay, me and my friends were talking about it, my crew, because we were like, I guess the first question that we have, and I asked this question, and it's, we're kind of in a unique situation here, because I asked this question, and I could genuinely get an answer, and then completely move on and not hold any sort of bias or anything, because Charlie could tell me, right? Any of these people could reach out and tell me. Um, but here's one of my questions, okay? So I go to, uh, where is it? About Us. <clears throat> Booty made this discovery, and I don't think they're hiding it, but they're not leading with it. Here is like the team behind the actual, you know, they're the ones working this company. Here's what I was confused about, right? Nick Dankner, the CEO of this company, is was the COO of Artesian Builds. He was the co-founder of Artesian Builds with the dude who nuked the whole company. Um, and I watched their announcement and I saw this and I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to like address it, right? Like, hey, just so you know, he is here with us now. He is not the cop, like something, right? But then, and I was like, okay, that's kind of like, 
That's like bad optics. Even if this guy had nothing to do with it, Charlie did. I'm just talking about the announcement video. I'm just talking about the announcement video. If, if they, I can't watch 12 people stream, so maybe he did. But I, I'm like, damn, like you're trying to launch a company. It's, it's hard to, it's going to be hard after the giant public nuclear meltdown failure of Artesian Builds to have the former COO and co-founder uh, be your CEO is just like, even if it has nothing to do with it, it's like, oh, yikes. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that, and that's fucked. Right? Like, I feel like if you're going to buy from them, I would want to know that. That's why I looked. It's on their fucking page. It's right here. That's why I was like, okay, let's see what these computers are about. You're selling a product now. This is no longer I'm supporting my streamer, right? Uh, yeah, a lot of people think a lot of people don't know what COOs do. COOs where it's not responsible. Uh, they are basically the day-to-day -day CEO. They're they're basic CEO and COO are like hand in hand. Typically founder co-founder if that's the case. And in a lot of cases the COO is handling everything day-to-day -day, in charge of all operations for the most part i don't know who was did anything i'm not accusing anybody of anything i just i was you have to understand from my perspective i'm on this site like everybody else who's like whoa what is happening here and i see this and i'm like that's kind of weird the thing too is this is not this isn't shit talk I, if you think this is shit talk you're not well adjusted i'm genuinely wondering uh, what they would say to that is I, I'm curious, right? You can't ignore something like that. The, the former COO of a company that nuclear blew up on the front page of Twitch is now your CEO. I think that it raises the question. Oh, what happened? The, the biggest thing that when I saw this announcement, it was it. I, and I want an answer. I would love to hear from anyone involved. I want to know why, why are they doing this? Why? would a bunch of streamers go into one of the like lowest margin businesses imaginable it is going to be so astronomically difficult to make real money when this space is already not only is the space completely crowded right but there are other companies and let's be frank there are other companies doing it really fucking well really if you want to pre-build I could name four companies right now that are doing it cheaper and just as if not better, right? And that's no insult to any of these streamers who are talented and funny and whatever. It's just like, what a head scratcher of a business to be like, we're going into this business right now. Boom, done. Um, but that's not to say they can't. I would just be curious. It's probably one of the hardest businesses to turn a profit in, especially starting from what? Like, where are they starting from, right? So that's, that's one thing. And the other thing, this is what Booty brought up. This is what this is what Booty brought up that I was like, damn, this is so true. Get ready. I'm calling. It literally happened the next day already. So the announcement was made, and Booty said this. He's like, get ready for all these customer service streams incoming. And we're like, what do you mean by that? And he's like, well, Miss Kiff's going to go live, or Charlie's going to go live, and customers are going to be like, oh, I have a direct line to the owners. Cool. Time to shit in the chat. And guess what happened the next day on Charlie's stream? The very next day, he was like arguing with his chat about all this shit. And I'm like, there it is. Customer service streams incoming. It's like, it's all, it's like, it's such a, like, I, oh God, selling a product like that, that ha could have so many things. There's gonna be PCs that just don't work or function. It's gonna be a nightmare to be like, yeah, I'm the owner of this company. Here's my live chat. I can't even imagine, dude. Hey, Wobby, I have a problem with my PC from your website. Exactly, dude. And also, here's the other thing too, right? Anybody who gets butthurt by someone having an opinion, um, then don't go into the business of selling a product, right? Like, I'm not criticizing these people or their streams or their talent. If you're selling a product, you're, it's so, you are putting yourself out there for that product to be looked at through a different lens than your stream would be looked at, right? Uh, we, we deal with this with merch, which is a much simpler product, but we do. And when my merch went bad, oh boy, it was a nightmare in this chat. I can't imagine being like, yeah, I own a PC company. Here we are. Go ahead. Talk to me, chat. So one of their biggest criticisms that Reddit had was that their PCs are extremely overpriced. Um, and it was when this was all launched, I think that anyone who knows anything about building a PC or even buying a pre-build could tell you it, it was overpriced. That's okay. It's not the end of the world. I don't think that makes anyone bad people, but they were overpriced. And then Charlie 
said this. Um, the price is only dropping after backlash. I knew that brain dead take was coming. What is the point of criticism if you don't want to see a change? Do you just want to be mad? The whole point of criticism is to try and get change, which this has done. It brought to our attention that these prices weren't aren't the same now as they were eight months ago. So okay, okay. So what Charlie's saying is, we launched. The prices were bad. Communities brought that to their attention, and they said, "Oh, these prices were were set eight months ago, and um, that's why they're bad. We'll fix them now." But here's the problem, right? Here's the problem with that statement, right? Doesn't that speak to already the mismanagement, right? Like, doesn't isn't that shouldn't that alarm you? You see what I'm saying? Watch, watch. Let me give you an example. If I launch a company and the prices are wrong, I can go, my fault. We did make them higher. We made them lower. And that's that. And then you can't say anything. It's as simple as that. But if I launch a product and I go, well, hold on. We took a snapshot of prices eight months ago and we launched with it. My, the natural response I would give would be, why did nobody catch that? You had eight months to change the prices. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. That, like, like. That's the thing, right? And, and I'm not saying we need to look at everybody through a microscope on this, but we're selling a product now. This is a business, right? This is something that people are going to be saving up money to purchase a product from. I would never scrutinize Charlie's stream or his content or him as a person, right? But when you start selling a product, I feel like you open the door for a reviewer, like a reviewer to go, hey, is this worth the money, right? And I would say right out the gate, if I was a kid with 1500 bucks I saved for two Christmases, I don't know. I might probably go to NZXT because they know what the market looked like eight months ago and they adjusted before they launched the computer. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's alarming. And this response was a little alarming, right? My whole point about all this is that I don't think they're wrong for starting a PC company. I don't think uh, what they're doing is evil or bad. I think that their prices were super out of whack in the beginning. They're doing a lot to adjust them. I do think I personally want to buy a PC from them at this point, given the fact that the, the current CEO is from Artesian Bills. That makes me weary. I feel like he has to prove himself. And launching a company with super out of whack pricing is a step in the wrong direction for proving yourself when you come from Artesian Bills. That being said, I don't think you're irredeemable or unlovable or evil if you came from that company, but I do think you need That's to work true. to gain the trust back of a consumer base, even if you didn't have anything to do with it. And I think the worst first step is launching an inferior product for a high price. I think that's the worst first step. Um, and that's that, I mean, what, I don't know how that's a bad take. And you know what, if it's such a bad take, put your money where your mouth is and go buy PCs from these people. I'm not discouraging that, I, go for it. I'm saying personally, I wouldn't. Peanut said, check DMs. <laughs> Apparently everyone on this panel used to work at Artesian Builds. I didn't know that. That's what I'm being told. All of these people are from Artesian Builds. I did not know that. That has to change something in your mind. And if it doesn't, you might be on lethal doses of copium. I'm being told that all of these people used to work at Artesian Builds. And I want to be very clear here. That doesn't mean that these people are bad or are responsible for anything. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying... In that scenario, I think transparency and working twice as hard is the solution, right? Pretending, probably the worst solution. Uh, but yeah, being transparent and being like, if I was this guy and I was actually innocent, I'd be like, hey, I got out of that shithole artesian as quickly as I could. That place was fucked up. Please allow me to prove to you that we're out here making the best PCs. We were working with that piece of shit and now I, I'm here about to make the best you know, PC company that we could possibly do. My team is super talented. It was none of their fault. Like lead with it, bro. How should they go about it without immediately reminding people their shitty past? Um, for starters have prices that are current day and not overpriced PCs. I think starting with that is, is, is such a bad move. Um, and then beyond that, I think, uh, Maybe if it was delivered by the OTK boys, being like, yeah, here's what happened. Here is how. And I think if, if Ms. Kiff or Asmongold delivered it in a comedic way, uh, you know, I, 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 it's tough. 
if you're saying how would they have done it here's my real answer uh i wouldn't have bought artesian builds i, I, I mean they're walking around with a huge fucking target on their back i you want my real answer there's my real answer i wouldn't have taken the coo of artesian builds and made him the ceo even if he's qualified i would have let that sit for at least a few more years get a front man you know what i'm saying like you're asking me solve this really bad problem i would have been like well i wouldn't have gotten into the problem right but let me ask you this chat would you buy a pc from them right now that's the question right and if you really are believing what you're saying then you would if you wouldn't, then why aren't you? Why wouldn't you? Why would you go to NZXT over these people right now? That's the real question, right? I don't hate anybody involved. I don't know why that guy made all these weird, you know, butthurt emotional comments. I don't hate any of these people. I like a lot of the streamers that are involved too. I don't hate this Nick guy. I don't know if he's responsible for Artesian builds. I don't know. Uh, Nick Dankner's LinkedIn page is completely gone. Yeah, that's good. That's what people usually do when they're... You know, that's, that's usually a good sign, right? People's, people's LinkedIn pages disappear when they're doing something proper, right? Alex is gone. Booty is gone. I'm alone in this house. First time I've been alone in a house for a stream in a very long time, which means tonight, very excited, I'm going to bust out a little concoction called future juice let me show you chat how it's made you take some rum some superior rum okay and you pour say when say when say when say when say when okay and then and then we have some Mountain Dew Zero. Ladies and gentlemen, bottoms up to Future Juice. So oh, Alex is gone God. on a trip right now. Booty is gone on a trip right now, and I'm here, right? I woke up today. Okay, Alex woke me up at the crack of dawn, and she, 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 she's like, hey, take me to the airport. I'm like, okay, I'll take you to the airport. I offered, right? Cool, I'm, I'm being nice. So it's very early. My sleep is totally upside down now because I'm 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 not only am I woken up early, but I'm awake, and I have to drive all the way to the airport. So <laughs> I'm driving her to the airport, and a lot of people think I cannot function without Alex, and that's okay. I understand why you might feel that way. I'm starting to get convinced of it as well. I drop her at the airport. I say goodbye. I get in my car. I am not close to home at this point. I close the door to my vehicle, and I'm instantly fighting for my life about to shit myself and you might be saying wubby you're not well adjusted you are a baby you should wear diapers here's my response to this i was woken up by alex and within five minutes i was in my car driving her it was my morning shit i did not have an opportunity to even prepare myself okay i was in the car taking her she has to make her flight all right i'm now in a fight to get home in time and the entire time i'm thinking to myself i'm going man I really cannot function like an adult without out. This is so embarrassing. I'm like, no, I'm going to make it home. I'm going to make it home. <laughs> Need I finish the story? Let's just say this. I have a lot of security cameras and <laughs> I have a lot of security cameras and there is at least three angles of me pulling into my driveway, running down the line to the door and suddenly not running as much and and you know what the worst part i'm never no that footage will die with me you know what the worst part of that footage is the worst part in the back of my mind all i'm thinking is alex has been gone for like 20 minutes <laughs> she is not she has left san diego for 20 minutes and this, and then to make it worse, I get home, I clean myself up as you do, like an adult. Okay, I'm so tired, I, I can't fall back asleep. So I'm like, okay, finally, I get, I get back to sleep. I fall asleep. I wake up. You guys are gonna be so mad at me. My day's over, by the way. I have done nothing today because of this. I finally fall back asleep. I wake up. It's 4:45. I go live in less than an hour. I have nothing. I've been sleeping. I'm up. My world is upside down. Okay. I spend the major. I don't even know how this happened. I somehow lost my green screen suit. 
I'm I spend the majority of the time between 5 and 5:30 looking for my suit. I'm on the verge of tears. I'm borderline going to cancel at this point. Men, we talk a lot of shit about women in the stream, okay? Let me be very clear. We need these hoes. We need these hoes, bro. We cannot function. We suck. We are. Okay, you know what? I'll speak for myself. <laughs> I suck. She was gone for half a day, and I shit my pants, lost my green screen suit, destroyed my sleep schedule, and almost canceled stream. I mean, fuck me, bro. What the fuck is wrong with me? So I was supposed to be on General Sam's podcast on Friday, uh, and I canceled that, and I was supposed to stream on Friday, and I didn't know if I was going to or not, and ultimately I was like, I just can't. I can't get in front of a camera right now. I'm just... Because part of the problem is a lot of my content uh, is just me improving with you guys. When I say improv, I mean like just riffing with chat. And to do that successfully or to the standard that I like to do it, I have to be in a good mood. Uh, just straight up. And you're like, well, what would cause you to be in a bad mood? Wouldn't that cancel tons of streams? It can. It happens. But let me tell you what happened. Because it, it's, to me, as a content creator, this is really fucked up. To you as a, maybe you work a nine to five, you're not a part of Discord communities, you don't have a tight-knit group of friends online, maybe you're not a content creator, this might not be relatable to you. Well, let me really tell you what happened. Um, and I'm not gonna include names for this portion. I am in a Discord uh, group, I'm in a Discord server with a few friends, uh, and these friends I would consider my best friends in the entire world. Um, they are the people in this world that I'm the closest with in terms of uh, just like being able to be myself. Uh, I'm sure put a one in chat. If you are in a Discord server where you not not a public one, not like my main server, not like these big servers. I mean, a tight knit friend group, a friend group you would trust with anything, right? Your your friends, your good friend group. Most people are in servers like that. I'm in a server, obviously, and Part of the what makes this server special is that the, I'm a part of it being a streamer. I can I run into trust issues all the time. There are constantly people who want to leak DMs, who want to you know share private conversations I have or you know whenever whenever I talk to someone I'm very cautious of that. Uh, and this server so there's something very special about it. It's all built on trust. There's a lot of a lot of my friends randomly uh, you know they are also not from Twitch. You know, they have jobs on the line. We all agree that just what stays in the Discord stays in the Discord. Um, and yesterday, I was just, I don't remember, I was just sitting around, and I got a message from, uh, oh, I shouldn't use any names because then you guys will try to rule it out. I, uh, I got a message from someone in the Discord that was like, hey, someone took a screenshot of a conversation that happened in our Discord and now that screenshot is being leaked. And and you I don't know how to explain this feeling, but I immediately went to the Discord, I added everyone, we got into a VC and I said, "Hey, you are all my best friends and now this friend group is over." I'm like, "This breaks my heart, but all of you are my best friends. I trust you with my life, my address, my personal info, my, you know, everything about me, right?" These people were welcome in my home, which is big for a content creator, right? That Think about that, right? What's every content creator afraid of? Getting docs. What does getting docs mean? Your name, your number, your information. These people have my phone number. These people have, because that's what a close group of friends is, right? So I add everyone, which means it sends a message to everyone. And I'm like, get in a, get in a voice call right now. And I'm like, hey, everyone, it's over. The friend group's dead. I'm like, I'm, I literally send them, I'm like, I will never be hanging out here ever again. Because somebody in this group leaked a screenshot of our chat, of a chat that happened. Ironically, the chat that happened was something that was very private information, and they just leaked it. Uh, we don't know what happened. This is all, keep in mind, this is happening Friday. So immediately, there was a splinter uh, server that I owned with people who were, who had already been over to, people who I really, really trust, like Ash, she lives here, for example. Like Peanut and Carlos, I employ them and they live here. And uh, with, I don't know how to tell the story without giving out too much information. Uh, I guess I have to mention TT also. He's the only other person I'll mention. Uh, we all started talking and it was like, yeah, I get, like, I'm like, hey, even with you guys, 
Uh, I even told them, I was like, I don't think I'll ever be able to trust anybody even in this group ever again. I'm like, I, I, I can't. Somebody in here is lying. Every single person has been individually reached out to, and every single person is denying doing it, right? Which means it's like Among Us IRL. It's, and like even I had a conversation with Alex. I'm like, Alex, did you do it? Like, what's happening? It is such a betrayal of trust. It's painful. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's, it's really painful. It hurts. I was like, who would do this? Who's lying to my face right now? Something. And the worst part, too, is the screenshot involved me. It was something that I had said that was just taken and made public. Now, I want to make this very clear. It wasn't incriminating. It wasn't uh, something that made me look bad. In fact, it didn't paint me in a bad light at all. But it was a moment of like, someone's taking screenshots and sending this out and it got back to us. That's fucked up. So th at that point, I canceled stream. I was like, I can't do I can't. This is all I'm in a room with my friends trying to figure out who is an imposter. I'm like, I can't just go live now and pretend this didn't fucking happen. It was not a gamer word situation. If you want to hear me say gamer words, hit me up on Twitter or go to my YouTube. It was not a gamer word situation. It did not incriminate me in any way. I want to make that very clear. A day passes, and here is where we're all going to... There's somebody else who worked on this, but I'm not going to say because I don't know if they want the credit for it. Um, but TT and his insane autism brain. Love him to death. Fucking killer. He took a screenshot or the screenshot that leaked, and he discovered that it was taken on a, on a phone. And he also looked at the timestamp, and that timestamp locked it into a certain coast, I'm not gonna say. Uh, but the screenshot was formatted for a specific phone. So he then, using the artifacts of the screenshot, narrowed it down to a few people in our friend group. We asked those people for a screenshot of their phone's model number and the type it is. We narrowed it down to three people. Two of those people, we ruled out, I'm not gonna say why, but through more investigation stuff, and we narrowed it down to one person. Last night at like 10 p.m., me, TT, Alex, and this person got on a call, and I confronted them with the evidence, and they eventually admitted to it. And we are now no longer, or I am no longer, rather, associating with this person in any way whatsoever this person might be watching right now and i'm sorry i don't hate you but that because of the position i'm in because we have people in that group who work in who are very uh have very important jobs very important government jobs who we cannot have people like that in our friend group and i'll be honest this was pretty much like constant anxiety inducing from the point it happened till it was resolved. The second this person confessed, it was like a weight taken off my shoulders because we were talking and we're like, the friend group will never function the same way ever again. People will be scared to share information about themselves or like, how do I invite these people to my home when I know one of them is leaking screenshots? Like how do I, it's just, it, it's so easy to fucking destroy a friend group, especially one like ours that's very, very private. Uh, and it was it, it was scary. It was it was fucked up. But I made this story very short. But I wanted to tell you guys, I canceled on Friday because I had a close friend betray my trust out of a group of friends. Didn't know who it was, and we were trying to figure it out. It was painful. It fucking sucked. It still kind of sucks that it happened because I did essentially lose a friend over it. And that it is what it is. That's why I didn't stream on Friday. What was the screenshot of? <sighs> This is where it gets kind of difficult to talk about because, okay, ooh, I don't know. Okay, how did you find out it was leaked? It was posted somewhere. Actually, it was posted um, on, on my subreddit, and, and we removed it. There. I'm not going to say what the screenshot was about. Um, yeah, I know, I know. And, oh, I want to make this very clear. The person who did this wasn't the one who posted it. Let's make that very clear. They sent it to a friend who they could trust, who was, we did not know this person. And that person, actually, who knows what happened at that point, right? But that was it. That was the, we're like, okay, you're sending screenshots to some dude we don't fucking know. Are you fucking kidding me? Literally, the, the, the ironic thing is this person screenshotted it. Guess what was posted under what I put? It was another friend of mine going, this doesn't leave the server, by the way. <laughs> it's like, how can you be so stupid? How can you be so stupid? 
I'm sharing something extremely private. Another very close friend of mine comments under, hey, this doesn't leave, by the way. And this person goes, oh, hold on. Hey, uh, Billy Bob, who doesn't know any of these people, check out this shit. Send. Wait, what? It's up on, on a subreddit? How did this happen? Like, like, why would I let you in my home or even in my private conversations ever again? It was a blunder. It was a blunder. But it's a blunder that's going to cost this person. And the worst part, too, is if this person's telling the truth, uh, they didn't know that their friend sent it out. So now this person essentially lost two friend groups in one fuck up, which sucks. That sucks. That's an L. But that's not my problem. That's not my problem. I didn't do that. I didn't make that choice. Was it your dick length? I was like, hey, uh, hey, Discord friends. What do you think of my cock? <laughs> I can't imagine friends functioning without trust. It doesn't work in any group, especially in a group where there's content creators who have an image and, a, and, a, and you know, it's, it's just, I can't imagine it. So let me tell you the story about my dad. My dad worked as a manager at a grocery store uh, for many, 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 many years. And um, my, uh, that's actually how I got my first job. Uh, I went to a grocery store that was uh, part of the same company. Oh, hello, we're back. I went to the grocery store that was part of the same company, but not uh, the same store as my father. And I referenced his name and the store director came out and was like, I know nothing about you, but because of who your dad is, I'll give you the job. Um, so that's how I got my bagging job. Anyway, what is nepotism? I'm going to Google that word. I'm going to Google that right now and read the definition out. The practice among those with power or influence of favoring relatives or friends, especially by giving them jobs. Correct. I strong-armed and used everything available to me to be able to bag groceries alongside somebody with Down syndrome. That's correct, chat. I worked my balls off and used every advantage God and my father built for me to be able to give my number to Matt accidentally so he could call me every night and tell me he loves me. You're totally right, chat. Nepotism, that's correct. I remember it used to be a thing that would kill me. I'd be like, dude, I'm working at a job right now where someone, literally someone with Down syndrome is doing a better job than me. And I'm, what am I doing here? I was so, I would be so mad. And I don't mean that as a disrespect. The dude was nice as hell, but I just, I was like, what am I doing? My father, manager, grocery store, and he has a lot of stories. And maybe one day when I stop giving a fuck, I'll let my dad on stream. But I, also, I don't want people to bully my father. I, he's not built for the internet. He doesn't understand that you have to just sometimes fall on your sword even if you don't think you're uh, wrong and you just have to take the L. My dad wouldn't do that. And then he'd get in a lot of shit, right? Okay, so company policy pump. Company policy at the grocery store I used to work at, the one my dad managed for, um, uh, was that if, we, if there was a shoplifter, uh, you just let him go. You can call the police, but you don't involve yourself. End of story. You don't ever involve yourself. And I have a story here to tell you why you don't involve yourself. Now, again, this is a true story. I was going to have my dad come on stream and tell it, um, but I don't want him to say something, you know, or, or docs or something. Uh, first, I'll share my experience where there was, I, there was a, it would always piss me off because I'd want to do something. I want to be the hero. But I understand why you can't be because it's dangerous. It's not worth the 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 paprika that they're stealing, the cumin that they're stealing. You just gotta let them go. We would sometimes have LP loss prevention hanging out in our store. They spoiler alert, they disguise themselves as shoppers. They're always so obvious. It's like these huge buff dudes pushing a cart all day on the phone, just filled with shit. They're there to just watch people especially if we get stolen from a lot and they can get hands-on they can um our lp was a bunch of stoners dude we had like retired military dudes i mean these dudes were like 300 pounds of muscle pushing this little cart with diapers in it always on the phone or have like a bluetooth no don't go downstream i said the word dad and the stream goes down bro <laughs> one of the popular techniques or well uh, uh, I remember I've, I would see kids coming all the time and steal shit right in front of me. And it would always piss me off because I'd want to do something and you can't, you'll get in trouble. 
you can get hurt too and it's not worth it right the food can get replaced hey thanks dad for oh shit for the five subs i appreciate it I, i've told the story before but there was that there was a dude who came into my store a young kid probably like it is you know teenager and he would always come in with his friends and you could always tell when they were gonna fucking steal and he ran and he was shoving corn dogs in his pants as i was doing my uh hourly sweep of the store and he was shoving corn dogs in his fucking pants and uh, I catch him doing it. We make eye contact and he goes, I'm going to pay for these. And then he fucking runs out of the store. I'm like, really? We don't even fucking sell corn dogs by the single, you dip. Okay. You're, you, you've opened a box of corn dogs. You're shoving them in your pants. Also, what is the plan there? I'm going to get these home and I'll put these in the freezer immediately so they'll still, they stay fresh. I can heat them up. Late. Like, what is, what is this logic? And then, you know, the big thing that I would never fuck with was people would come in. My dad has about a thousand of these stories. People would come in. They load up their basket with booze. I'm telling you right now, if you are in the store, doesn't matter. People always say getting profiled. Okay, sure. Whatever. That's fucked up. But you want to really get profiled. doesn't matter the color of your fucking skin. Go into the store and load up your entire basket with booze. Because that right there is the number one thing that these motherfuckers, at least with my experience and my father's experience, they would they would just run out with. Just basket of booze and then they're gone. Yeah, crackhead. I mean, I don't know if it's an alcoholic or someone, a kid stealing for a party. Whatever it is, right? Just, it is what it is. Um, maybe they want to resell it. I, I don't know. So my dad's at work. Uh, I was home. I remember I was home because my dad told me when I got, when he got home, my dad's at work at the grocery store. I was, I was very young. I was a kid. He's managing, he's doing his thing. And a young, I'm going to describe this person. Um, so you guys can get a better picture. My dad's like six, four. I think my dad's huge, big dude, six, three, maybe. I don't know. Uh, and a young, like early, younger than 21, a uh, young black kid, uh, my, I, my dad described him as like kind of scruffy dressed, whatever, but too young to be buying booze. Right. So this kid grabs a basket. He's my are you calling my dad five, eight now? My dad's tall as fuck. Okay. Big dude. Why he got to be black because his skin color was black. You see what I'm saying? Because this is a story that happened and I'm not going to change his race because what? <laughs> Like, I don't know what, 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 um, my dad in this story is also black and has Pegasus wings and can fly and has a jetpack. And my dad shoots lasers out of his toes, by the way, for the record, true story. So the kid comes in shopping cart, goes right to the liquor aisle. My dad sees it. I don't know why he sees it, but he sees it. He takes, takes notice of it. He goes, Oh, a black kid in my store. Not in San Diego. No, sir. I'm kidding. He, this young kid goes straight to the liquor. Again, always a red flag, right? This it looks like a teenager. Whatever, my dad says, whatever. It is what it is, right? So kid loads up a basket full of liquor and immediately starts going towards the door. My dad sees him walk past the check stands and go right towards the door. The kid's trying to steal it. So my dad being a fuck, uh, this is my dad. This is why I don't want him on stream. My dad is too prideful. And you know, I think I get it from him. He's too prideful to follow the rules. Much like me, like I feel like a lot of my my YouTube career kind of was like that, right? Doing and saying things that I liked and and that I thought was funny regardless of what you should and shouldn't do. So my dad broke company policy and blocked the uh the basket. Stopped it right there and he goes, "Oh, did you did you pay for this?" My dad, by the way, slick as a pickle. This is how he quoted it. He goes, my dad would always do it like this too. He wouldn't accuse them of stealing because my dad wasn't trying to be confrontational. He, he said, he wouldn't be like, you didn't pay for this. You're going to jail. He said, oh, did you pay for this? Let me, let me, I can check you out a uh, check stand three. Come over here. I got you. Um, so the kid starts struggling. doesn't want to play that game. Not talking. So my dad, my dad's like, all right, you're trying to steal you fucking pussy. So my dad pulls out a machete and just fucking kills the kid. And when he, when my dad comes home, we turn him into a big stew and we all sit down and we watch survivor season eight. I'm kidding. So my dad, then instead of walking him over, he's like, yeah, I, I know what's going on. Come with me, man. Uh, my dad grabs the basket. That's true. And, or wait, no, no, excuse me. Not yet. 
My dad then said, before letting him, he's like, let me see your, uh, let me see your ID. I need to make sure you can actually pay for these. The kid takes out his wallet, okay, and gives it to my dad. And my dad takes the wallet and goes, you're coming with me. So my dad, with his wallet and the basket, walks him over to, like, the manager, whatever you call it, where the, the, the office. And the kid the whole time is like, give me back my wallet. Give me back my wallet. And my dad's like, no, not going to happen. Which... This is part of the story. It's like, I was thinking to my dad, I was like, dad, why the fuck did you do this? This is, you're going to get yourself killed one of these days, right? Like, why would you yank the wallet and walk away with it? But I was like, oh shit. Like, cause my dad is just like, fuck this little thief. How dare you come into my store? You're going to disrespect Allah. You're going to disrespect Allah and come into my store and steal all this booze, which is not halal, you know? So the kid is like freaking out. They get over to the office kid's still fighting with him this is where my mom got involved because my mom my parents are divorced but my mom had a conversation with my father that was like do not ever do that again and my mom doesn't tell my dad what to do but but this this was a eye-opening experience the kid pulls out a gun and points it at my dad in right there in front of the store in, in front of god and everybody okay uh, and another store manager my dad is one manager. There's another guy there. This is the worst part of the fucking story. I, I won't say his name, but I know him too. He's standing there. My dad's standing there. Totally frozen. Yep, here's your wallet. No problem at all. And the fucking other manager that's like five feet now sees what's going on. I can't believe he goes, shoot him. What, you're going to shoot him over booze? Go ahead, shoot him. Shoot him. Shoot him then. You're going you're gonna to kill somebody over alcohol? Go ahead. <laughs> And I'm, I, my dad told me this, and I'm like, what, a, what the fuck, that guy? Are you kidding me? My dad now, at this point, completely frozen, realizing he's in way too deep, hands the kid his wallet back. The kid takes his wallet, runs out of the store. And so my dad came home and told us that. And uh, I, I forget, I don't know, I think they called the police or whatever, all that, you know, yada, yada, yada. Uh, never saw the kid again. Which, by the way, terrible idea. I'm like, Dad, that kid's going to come back with eight friends and just kill you, right? But the funny, the funniest part of the story is his coworker, his friend, because they're both managers, going, shoot him. What are you going to, you going to shoot him over some alcohol? Go ahead then, shoot him. <laughs> it fucking blew my mind. And that right there is exactly why the company policy is like, just let him take the alcohol. Because you don't know when one of these fucking idiots... Uh, is going to pull a gun on you for some booze. So I know what happened. Now, I remember when I heard it, I was like, wow, that's scary. But now thinking back on it, my dad retold it to me the other day when I asked him because I was like, I want to tell it on stream. But what really happened was that kid needed to get the fuck out of there ASAP and he needed his wallet. And I think part of the reason he needed to get the fuck out of there was because he had a gun on him. Right. So if my dad has his wallet and is about ready to call the police and go, hey, I got this kid here trying to steal booze, come pick him up. And this kid has a gun on him. It's a fake gun. See, that's the thing, right, chat? Let me ask you, you have a gun pointed at your face. Are you going to roll those dice? That's actually a fake gun. So go ahead and pull the trigger, <laughs> pussy. And those are your last words on your little tombstone. That's a fake gun, actually. Uh, my dad, I asked my dad if it was a real gun and he's like, it looked real. And I'm like, that's a good enough answer for me. <laughs> Could you imagine the dude pulls out like this yellow orange Nerf gun with a huge tip on it? Like, no, it was, it was as real of a gun as it could be, right? Like it's a gun. What more do you need from it? Real king shit. See, that's the thing. I don't think it was king shit. My dad was dumb as fuck. Could you imagine that's the day I lost my father? All I, I'd be telling you a different story right now. I'd be like, yeah, we, you know, I miss him so much over some booze. I could get my dad on because he has a million of these fucking stories. None. That was the most extreme one was a gun got pulled on him. But he has, he, what's funny is my dad, he didn't, he never took another person's wallet for the record. But he did, he did, uh, he did continue to stop people. But he never took somebody's wallet. And I mean, the stories you'll hear it like, it's just idiots, man. They're idiots. There's no, they're, they're, he, this new tactic he would do. <laughs> he told me about this one. He would, <laughs> he would go outside. He would follow them. Is this new thing he was doing for a while. He would, he, he would, so if somebody ran out with booze, 
he would get on his phone and pretend to be on the phone with he would never call the police during this moment he would pretend to be on the phone with the police and he would loudly read out their license plate to if they were like for example if they're getting in a car to make a getaway he'd be like uh z42 three it's a it's a white toyota camry yeah they're going out they're going on this road right now yeah i can see him he would do it as loud as possible do y'all see the video of that that chick who plays in that like cover band just pissing on the dude on stage i I don't know how to talk about this without showing it, but I don't know how to show it without getting banned. It is, uh, I'm a lesbian now. Thank you, dude. It's a little, it was, it's, it's not the worst thing I've seen brass against. So they're a cover band. Would you expect the lead singer of this band to drop trowel live on stage? And piss all over a fit. I got. Hold on. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because of the their response to it. So yeah, you don't really expect this to be the kind of band that goes all you know, G.G. Allen and the murder junkies on their audience. There's a deep cut right there for those who even give a shit. I rewatched the documentary like the other day, hated or whatever. Y'all seen that shit? Y'all seen? Wow, what a reference! Yes, dude. Dude, G.G. Allen is a fucking psychopath. If you guys really want to ruin your day, go on YouTube and type in GG Allen Hated. It's a documentary from 1993 about this punk dude in the late 80s, early 90s, hardcore punk guy GG Allen, who was a part of a band called GG Allen and the Murder Junkies. And he is fucking insane. And it's on YouTube. Like the whole thing's on YouTube. And I'm talking this dude would would break bottles over his head bleed all over the stage he shit it's all on footage and it's in the documentary he shit on the he would perform naked first off so paint a picture the dude is butt naked he would shit on the floor okay and this is all in the documentary he i don't even want to say this he puts the shit in his mouth spits it on the crowd at this point the crowd's like i think we're gonna head out he's chasing after them while he's singing throwing his poo at them covered in blood and shit his final tour got canceled because he would fight the audience a lot of time at one point he took the microphone and just broke six of his teeth and his his last tour he was a uh, he got a fight with the crowd because everyone would go crazy hardcore punk idiots would show up and there was a 15-man brawl of a bunch of his fans just beating the shit out of him and they broke his arm so the cops had to get called they shut it down who is this? Gigi Allen. I'm not condoning anything he did. The dude was scary, abusive, like evil in some ways. However, I would be lying, and this is going to tie back into what we're talking about now with Brass Against Peeing. Uh, there is something I can't look away. I could not. That I've seen that documentary multiple times. I've seen their mute, like their videos of concerts. I couldn't look away. He's an evil dude. But I would sit there. And I'm just staring, like, whoa. This is crazy. You guys want to see what he looks like? Hold on. This might put it all into perspective for you. Dude, uh, I can't show this image because he's covered in blood. Can't show this image because he's covered in blood. Can't show that one. He's covered in blood. This one's sort of safe for work. This is... <laughs> this is... Hold on. You guys are going to... I love that I get to share this with you guys. This is Gigi Allen. Same guy who directed Joker. Yeah, the dude who directed Hated, the documentary I'm recommending watching, also went on to direct Joker. He was buried raw. They just threw him in the fucking ground, dude. Um, this is Gigi Allen. <laughs> okay. Now, I've never heard anyone make this joke, so I get to be the first to make this joke. Okay, you ready? Hold on, hold on. So this is Gigi Allen, the, uh, the crazy punk dude who would shit on the audience and beat the shit. His birth name was Jesus Christ Allen. That's correct. That's correct. Here's his brother bassist still alive uh merle allen and nobody's made this joke so i get the honor to make it first okay that's him here we go ready i noticed when watching the documentary if they kissed their mustaches would form one beard no overlap i don't know if that was planned i don't know why that is nobody brought it up in the documentary i'm sitting here going can somebody make the joke 
Bro, it's so true. Thank you. It has been killing me. I'm like, also, this is another example of like, I don't like Gigi Allen. I don't like the murder junkies. They have, they're really fucked up. Like there's, I'm, I'm telling you, like it goes further. Like in the documentary, he just like beats the shit out of a woman on stage. Horrible shit, right? But his brother, this guy, Merle Allen. Why am I telling you guys this? I don't even know. His brother here. This is an example of what I mean of like, I can't look away. What would possess a human being to, to, to wear this facial hair? Unironic. Like, I just, like, I don't even understand, dude. What would possess a human being to look like this? A lot of drugs. He's, the, the, both of these men are so intriguing. I want a bad boy. I bet you do. Okay. Yikes. A little warning. And I'm sorry if this offends you. Gigi Allen has one of the smallest penises I've ever seen. Uh, I, I don't like saying that too often, but uh, if you go watch the documentary, uh, he's naked in most of it because he performs naked. Now, I'm never, I never, I never would shame a soft man, a, a, not a soft man, a man's soft dick, okay? Because what, who can't, right? How are you going to impress, what, do, what does that matter, right? Mm, baby, I really want you to fuck me with your soft dick tonight. Nobody cares, okay? Dude, you can't tell me this man's a grower. This man has a, 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 a third of a gummy worm hanging between his legs. Uh, and, and you can't deny it. Go look. I, I'm, I am low-key encouraging you guys to go watch it. He has stage fright. But that, to me, I feel like that almost adds to the insanity that was Gigi Allen. Because if he got on stage naked and he had a fucking hog, it's like, okay, dude. But the fact that he has the tiniest penis I've ever seen on a man and he still gets naked and doesn't give a fuck. It is the epitome, the epitome, if you're me from a few years ago. It's the epitome of just not giving a fucking shit. Can we watch? He was on, um, what's that dude, that old reporter that your parents would know with the mustache who covered OJ vault or some shit? What's his name? Not OJ's vault. Fucking... He got famous. Geraldo. I'm so glad the older folks came out to splice together what the fuck I just said. Let me show you why I hate talking to you, chat. Like, I'm going to be real. Look at this. Ready? This is just a snippet. I just paused it right here. <clears throat> Guerrero del Torres. Geraldo Lopez. Geraldo Rivera. El Geraldo. Soft J. Geraldo. You can't, and this is a full spectrum too. We have a VIP, longtime sub, longtime sub, new fucking viewer. I wish more than anything I could show you any of this guy, but they are showing a censored version of him naked, fingering his poopy asshole on stage. Um, there's also a video on on uh, in in the documentary. Uh, uh, a fan of his shared a story about how he got in contact with him for his birthday. And he said, I'll come, Gigi Allen said, I'll come out to Brooklyn for my birthday, but you got to get a girl to piss in my mouth or I'm not coming. So they found a girl, some, some chick there who peed in his mouth. It's on, it's all in the documentary, by the way. They filmed the whole thing. This chick pees in his mouth. He just keeps drinking it and drinking it and drinking it. His body rejects it. He throws it all up all over his face. He's just all, vomit and piss all over his face. And he considered it, he's like, it was a happy birthday for me. He also eats a hot dog out of someone's dude. Just I, I'm sorry. I know I'm on this weird Gigi Allen thing right now, and it's probably so many people are like, "Why are you talking about this?" I don't know, dude. How the fuck did you find this man? Back when I used to work in an office, uh, I was allowed to have my phone on my desk. Couldn't use my phone, but you could use headphones. So I put my headphones in and prop my phone up in a way where I could still see it and just watch documentaries, YouTube videos. That that was like. When I got introduced to live streaming, that's when I first started watching Clint Stevens, who I did, I have masturbated to before. I would always look for documentaries, and to find documentaries, I would go to the documentary subreddit, and that's where this was linked a very long time ago, and that's where I watched it. Yes, I did watch this at work. I'm not a phony like everybody else out there. I am. Is he not wearing pants on the fucking talk show? <laughs> I am who I am, and I'm not afraid. Bro, you still don't have the teeth back that you knocked out yourself with the microphone. Real. And I, how many of you can, at 35 years old, sleep with 16, 12, 13-year-old girls and boys and animals? 
Hey, this is the light. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, no, so I, I told... Did I not preface this by saying this dude is a horrible... Like, he is, he is so in the, like, punk anarchy f like it goes further fuck society fuck rules fuck laws fuck everything i'm telling you i'm telling you the dude's cr insane right but i can't stop watching i wasn't even wanting to talk about gg allen in fact i was using gg allen to tell you about br brass against so the girl from this band where is she Lo beautiful young woman uh and a band that i would say is is you know they have a bite to them, but they're no, they're not punk. This is not a punk band. This is a very, oh Jesus. Uh, they're just having a good time and I like them. So this chick, it went viral on stage while they were performing a Rage Against the Machine cover, if I'm not mistaken. She called, she had to pee during the performance and she called um, a, a audience member on stage. She laid him down just prone on the ground face up she pulled down her pants completely and just pissed on this dude's face and i'm talking like like this she had to pee i'm talking pissed and the dude all things considered handled it very well borderline getting waterboarded at a fucking uh what is it called at a brass against concert right i never thought like it I can't even imagine what was going through his head as he just, I'm, I guess I'm taking this now. I can't show you the video. I have a few things I want to say about it. The first thing I want to say about it that I would like to unpack with you guys is that I didn't hate it. And I got a lot of flack for this in my friend group because we were obviously talking about it. And I was like, listen, I don't like pee. I don't like piss play. I'm not kink shaming. I just don't like pee. If you, if you and I were, if, if I was having sex with the hottest girl in the world, and she decided she's gonna pee on me. I would tolerate it. That does, I wouldn't like it. It's, I'm not interested in piss, right? That being said, and I recommend maybe someone put it up on the subreddit, if you guys go watch this video, there is something, there is something about this video. There is something about this video that is, hmm, that's all I'm gonna, hmm, hmm, that's all, that's all it is. Now, again, if I was the dude in the video, I would probably be panicking, right? That being said, just the here's a here's a safe for work image moments before disaster, uh, just to give you an idea. Um, he got a view up Main Street, and 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 it looked like they had just cleaned it. You know what I'm saying? It looked, I, and this poor guy is sitting there, just piss going everywhere. I got outed a little bit by my friends because I was like, I had never heard of this band. I saw this clip on Reddit and I was like, you know what's crazy about it, guys? And they're like, what? I'm like, I went and I searched up the band you on suck. YouTube and they immediately stopped me. They're like, why did you go search up the band after this? And I'm like, no, no, no. Not because I was expecting more piss videos. I wanted to see what kind of music they made. Cause I'm and I okay, okay. Granted, I want. I just was curious. I was like, and this was. Keep in mind, I was in a vulnerable place. I had just. We were just talking about Gigi Allen. I was on a Gigi Allen kick. I wanted to see what kind of music they make. And to be fair, I was hit with a more interesting story. I'm like, they don't seem like a band that pisses on their audience, right? Granted, if fucking I don't know if some hardcore punk band news breaks, hardcore punk band pisses on audience, no one even cares. It's not a story. There's a story because it's weird right so the band the band put out a message like a statement and it is so fucking funny let me see if i can find it from brass against the band hey we had a great time last night at welcome to rockville sophia got carried away that's not something the rest of us expected and it's not something you'll see again at one of our shows thanks for bringing it last night <laughs> There was something so like you would think that the band would be like, fuck yeah, welcome to punk, dude. Be there at our be there at our next rock show. Woo! They were like, hey, we're gonna level with you, uh, Daytona. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh yeah, and the best part. Who who cleaned it up? I hope they were on hope they were on double, triple time. Well, actually Sophia cleaned it up, thanks for wondering. I love that it's just you know, Sophia got carried away. 
carried a she brought a fan up on stage completely bare ass pissed on his face it makes you wonder like who bought tickets to this show and got way more than they paid for silly goose sophia it also leads me to believe that sophia might be not right for this band because i don't think you get carried away like that i was like blackout drunk super high at our fan meetup in uh where was that i don't even fucking remember in new york just uh, a month ago not once did i think let's get somebody upstairs lay down i'm gonna piss on your face he asked to get pissed on dude i'm not saying this was not consensual i'm saying she's performing in a band you would think that they would all be on the same page about hey you know peeing on the audience even if they ask for it let's not do it you can tell by this response the band was shocked by it hey she won't be doing that again guys which which which